Welcome to week two, Freedom Fridays with me, Pete Clark, the Whispers guy. Well, that was an interesting week. So I recorded the first podcast as a one-off. I didn't do any changes and I was terrified, <laughs> absolutely terrified. But I, I'll share with you in a second all the things I went through um, on reflection as a quick reminder, I'm sharing these uh, podcasts to inform you of the challenges and the journey that I take in seeking to take Fridays off, not from life, but from work, so that I can add more life to my years. And whether I succeed or fail, I'm hoping that you can use it as a lesson, a roadmap to help you make some of the changes that you'd be interested in making for you, for yourselves. So last Friday, I... I would probably give myself um, a C plus in that I ended up working for most of the afternoon, which is not untypical. Uh, I did do something with my morning. I went for a long bike ride, the longest I've been for a while. So that was good. So I felt in some ways I was adding life to my years, but then got sucked into the inevitable calls and, and emails and things that I felt, oh, I couldn't leave till Monday. But prior to that was probably the, the biggest lesson for me in, in that once I had decided to publish it, even the thought of it and letting people hear it, the, the first lesson that I was reminded of is just how big a judgment I make on myself. You know, I, I, I had running through my head so often in such a loud screaming voice you know, who wants to listen to a middle-aged white guy living a privileged life on the northern beaches in Australia with a Scottish accent? Who would really want to listen to that? And, you know, how dare he? How dare he even think of living the dream? And how lucky and privileged is he that he could even think about taking Fridays off work? And that, would ju- that was just a constant commentary running through my head. Um... There were times when I thought about not posting it and not letting you know it was available and not doing it. And, and the only way I really pushed through was um, partly ignoring those comments and, you know, still pushing through and pressing publish. I also thought that once I published that the <laughs> the earth would, would open up and swallow me. And so I, I, took, I took the chance that with my intention set, which is really positive and vulnerable and sharing to allow you to watch and observe from the sidelines about somebody making some difficult choices and some you know big changes, that that's what hopefully would, would shine through. And yet I've remembered how much I judge myself, but based on ridiculous comparisons, but how much I judge myself in in what I do, especially when I'm doing something new. And so a couple of things that got me through that were, I remember reading somewhere that if you're gonna do something worthwhile, then you may as well be bad at it at the start. And I'm hoping that, you know, in 12 months time, once I've done a number of these, that I'll look back and laugh and enjoy and kind of smile and, you know, hold myself in, you know, good for you at the the first few that I did. They'll probably sound very different. Um, but but that helped me through that 
it's okay to be bad and not so good at something when you first start. Just getting started is what changes things. Um, the, the second thing that helped me was, again, with my intention set that I'm trying in different ways and there's many different ways to help others to, to model what I would love to teach and see others do. I'm willing to be the, the I guess, the guinea pig and do the experiments myself. The, the, the second thing that the lesson uh, I learned, and I've often said this with the, the world that I live in, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. That The blessing is I've learned so many things and got so many insights and aspirations and inspirations from so many things that I've read and seen and observed and been part of. That the curse, of course, is sometimes that that heaps a whole lot of pressure. And I, I have found, I've felt a lot more pressure and even in this podcast, um, not even timing it, I'm, I'm already thinking in this moment, you know, I better say something significant. I better say something that's worthwhile. Otherwise, no one will listen. And I don't even know how many of you are going to listen. I'm not even going to check that. So there's that that constant polarity of balancing, you know, something that's good for us. But, you know, over egging, it becomes a bit of a curse. And so I've been playing with that and watching and observing and trying to put it in the the metaphorical passenger seat, not the driver's seat. So it's still a a bit of a, a voice and a check-in, but it doesn't it doesn't cause me to freeze and, and not do anything. One of the biggest things that I've learned over the last twelve months, and this was spurred by a, a good buddy of mine, Colin Howells, is he dared me to write fifty shitty articles on LinkedIn. Um, and just that catalyst got me to got me started, and, and where I am now with my writing and you know little sixty second videos is so different to a year ago. So I'm projecting that in a year's time, these podcasts and these ways of helping will be will be very different, hopefully better, and and my commitment is at least to do it for the the the, the totality of the experiment I'm doing. And then I've got an idea about what my second experiment will be. The, the, the third lesson that I've learnt is having committed to try and do less on Friday with regard to work and more with regard to putting life into my years. I found myself thinking more through time, not in time. So thinking through time is when you project ahead what's required and and you plan and get things ready for when that happens. Thinking in time is being spontaneous and, and doing it off the cuff. You know, sometimes I know people will run out of petrol and then go and get petrol, whereas others will plan what they're doing the following day and get it the night before. So I have found that um, with regard to Fridays, Mondays, Tuesdays, I'm even thinking, right, what do I need to do Wednesday, Thursday to make sure I've got the opportunity that Friday is free? Um, last week, for example, I had uh, the planning that I would normally do on a Friday for the following week. I had to do it on on Thursday, and I was off site on this week, Monday, Tuesday, and so I had to make sure I was all packed. Uh, I tend to try and like to take a lot of stimulation to these off sites, and I was packed and pretty much ready to go on Thursday, which is unusual. Normally, I'm a I'm not last minute, but before I can solidify and be certain about what I'm going to do, I normally leave it till the end until I'm really re- feel like I'm really ready. So that's been a little bit of a shift as I think about 
Friday, on Monday or Tuesday, I'm starting to cram into those days all of the things that I would normally leave. So it, it's hopefully starting to build that muscle, um, which was one of the reasons I started this, to you know, maximise our infinite resource of time. Work expands the time we give it. So if I only give it four days, can I get done in four days what would normally take five? And so, so far, there's been some wins. Um, there's been some fails, definitely. Now, at this stage, uh, my next Friday is clear. Yeah, there's nothing, there's no work in it. There's no meetings. And I haven't, to be fair to myself and to fair to you, I haven't really been tested yet. I haven't had a client or an important thing come up and someone's requested a Friday time slot that I've had to then say either yes or no. So we'll see what happens when that happens. But for now... That's the end of podcast number two about Freedom Fridays. I look forward to tuning in next week. Cheers.